1: this week, I'm in Wichita, Kansas with James Johan. I am in my condo room, which is feels kind of like a prison because it's inside the comedy club, so there's no windows or any kind of natural light. So I'm recording this intro. Um, this is for episode 51 with Javier Arredondo from the Hops and Arts Festival at Pedicolas Brew in Dallas back in May. This is the start of day two, and Javier was an amazing artist and tattoo artist. We talked a little bit on Saturday, and then Sunday he was back there, so we started off the interview with him. Javier is a tattoo artist. You can check out his tattoo studio, Vato Locos Tattoos in Arlington, Texas, off of Arkansas Lane. Info will be in the show notes. In this episode, we talk about his art, tattooing, and then we get into his fear of heights. So let's get into that interview with Javier Arredondo. Guys, give a warm welcome to Javier Arredondo of Vatos Locos Designs. Yay! <laughs> so you, are, you do tattoos for the most part. Yes, you, sir, I do. What got you into doing tattoos?
0: I don't know, man. That's just something we do. Uh, we're we're cholos, you know what I mean? <laughs> we're lowrider people. All my cousins were tattooed like at twelve, you know what I mean. So that's just something we—that's just just part of my culture. I mean, I don't know if it's part of my culture, and it's just something we. Yeah, it's part of your it's part of your your, your yeah, childhood. My, my uncle's has a T-shirt, you know. My when I was seven, my I see my uncle, he had like tattoos from here to the to his feet. So I mean, I just kind of been around it my whole life. My brothers are all tattooed. My uncles are all tattooed. So it's just something that.
1: Someone's got to put them on.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I didn't think I was going to do the tattoos. But I just enjoyed the tattoos. Mm-hmm. Later in life, I just kind of got into the tattoos because uh, of the art. I, I, you know, I do art. Yes. So I just kind of
1: you put that art on. Yeah,
0: other people. yeah. I actually, I didn't, I didn't have a plan. It just kind of happened. If it makes sense,
1: you know. Yeah. And and sometimes that's how you find like your creative passion. Is it just? It's not an intentional. Like you don't know. Until you do it once or twice, and you're like, wow, this is really kind of cool. Like it, when you did your first tattoo, how did you feel Like when you saw it finished? When I did my first tattoo, I felt nervous. I felt nervous, and I was like,
0: wow, it's ugly. You know what I mean? It was, a, you know, it was an ugly tattoo. That was my first tattoo. I did a Jesus, and uh, instead of shading it, I did the shading in black. So it was just ugly, horrible tattoo. I didn't get no—nobody taught me, so I just kind of
1: went on my own— you know but look at you now like I mean that's an amazing start to be able to do that from scratch like just freehand learning kind of the stencil to sh- learn how to shade we're all gonna have those moments of learning but to be able to take it to an actual studio design where you can actually and you do it you can also do basically you tattoo canvas yeah <laughs>
0: yeah it was a, it was a journey I didn't like I said it it really was my friends that pushed me. You know, they knew I they knew I I wasn't good, but they knew I was an artist. Yeah. So they were like, hey man, tattoo me. I'm like, no, I'm not good. I'm like, go ahead and mess me up. They they didn't care. <laughs> they just go ahead and practice. They knew I would get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and sure enough, after a while, like after like the four-fifth tattoo, I started getting better and you know, uh it kind of came naturally, you know what I mean? in a way, like I already knew how to draw, so some of the stuff just kinda transitioned real easy, you know? But um, yeah, it was a struggle, you know. It was a struggle, you know. Not, I, I didn't, I didn't apprentice. I just kind of taught myself, and but, um, like I said, by support from my friends and my family, they just, like I said, they let me mess them up. There's so there's some ugly tattoos walking around <laughs> out there, you know that I did, but. Uh, every barbecue you're reminded of yeah, where you came yeah, from. exactly they're like hey remember when you did this i'm like hey man uh hide it bro <laughs>
1: like don't tell nobody you yeah. know come to the studio so i can do a cover-up
0: yeah actually and those friends that i let me tattoo them now i i hook them up you know what i mean i i don't charge them i probably yeah. charge them like 40 bucks for something that's you know 800 bucks but
1: mm-hmm. uh so what's is friday 13th busy for you guys
0: yeah, man, Friday the 13th is real busy. Usually we throw a whole event around Friday the 13th. We have low riders out there. We have vendors. Um, since we have so many people, I started getting vendors so we can um, entertain the people. Cause You know what I mean? Because we have like Wait list. Uh, man, like two, two, 300 people sometimes, man. It gets crazy. It gets really crazy, man.
1: Yeah, because I know for a lot of people, a lot of my friends have the tradition of getting a Friday the 13th tattoo every Friday the 13th. And I'm like, man... I can't imagine trying to get to a tattoo studio on Friday the 13th. That's like Black Friday at a oh tattoo my God. studio.
0: And it, well, I mean, at first it was hard because we didn't, weren't organized. Now it's organized, but, uh, man, they come. It's, it's crazy because they'll come. They'll see the crowd of people, and they're mad. They're mad because you don't tattoo them first. They're like, man, there's like 20 people ahead of you. What do you want yeah. me to do, man? You know. But, I mean, uh, we get used to it now. We're more organized. You know, mm-hmm. we, have, uh, we give them drinks. That's what we have the vendors out yeah. there, so it's like. Hey, while you wait, go eat some food, go buy some stuff. You know, just like here. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Check out the events we got going on. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to you as quickly as we can. Yeah. So do you have apprentices now? That print? Yeah,
0: I've had several apprentices. A lot of them went out to be award winners. I, I think I've had like maybe six, seven apprentices. Uh, um, right now I have two young ones. that. well, they're, they're young to me. A 25-year-old that just graduated about a year ago. And I have a 19-year-old that graduated. I haven't told her. She's fixing to graduate about in a week. But uh, and then my other two, uh, like uh, some other shadow and Daniel, uh, man, they're like booked up for like six months now. You know, what awesome. I
1: mean? so th- when you say graduate, they're graduating tattoo. Yeah, they're
0: graduating from my program, meaning okay. for me being mean for them to them for about <laughs> a year, you know, um, but, but yeah,
1: that you probably you're making a huge impact on their lives. Like, I'm sure being hard on them is your way of making sure they're, you know, that they they're dedicated to the craft because you don't. There's a, I guess, like a, almost like a excellence, like a level of, you know, passion and stuff that you got to have to do this.
0: Well, yeah, exactly that, because I don't want, I'm very picky about my work, and I'm very, um, I don't like being around people that, or artists that are not going to be up to par, you know what I mean? I have a, I have a standard, and if they're not reaching that standard, I can't work with you, and I teach them to be, to have that standard and to have pride in their work. You know, because yeah. I, like, I don't like people that just, give me your money. Yeah. You know, and then they do an ugly tattoo. I just...
1: Yeah, the rest on their laurels. They, yeah, they, aren't, yeah. they aren't constantly trying to find something yeah, new. Yeah,
0: or, or complacent people. Yeah. That's, that's probably the best word. I don't like people that are complacent. So when I teach these uh, students, I make sure they're, they want more and they're not just mediocre. They, I yeah. want them to be the best. And plus, it's for me, it gives me a little, yeah. you know, chip on the shoulder that...
1: I taught them. Yeah. Even though
0: they don't say that I taught them. I I know I taught them. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: And I'm sure that they mentioned you. I, I I can't imagine going through a year a year of that of being Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah they probably mentioned <laughs> me
1: in a they in a rough way word. like, "Man, he's he's tough. I'm
0: tough on him." Yeah, I'm tough on him, That's man. good, man.
1: But you, they people people need that. Some people you as a, as a as an artist of any kind or creative, there's somebody that has to be hard on you. And you just can't be yourself cuz you you it's something that okay, I have got to really, I got to bring it for this person.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, have made a lot of them cry too. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I feel bad for them, but it's just honestly, like I tell them, it's a um, hard world out there. You know, it's, you know, once you get out there in the world, people are judgmental. Look at, look at that show, Ink Master. All they're doing is talking bad about each other, and that's how the tattoo world. They'll, they'll be nice to you. Oh man, that's a badass tattoo, and as soon as you turn around, yeah, they're talking mess. So, you know, I prepare them for that because you yeah. know that's if you're sensitive, it's gonna. It's gonna kill you. You know what I mean.
1: Very few creative enterprises are are, are built on complacency or, yeah. or soft. Well, I or mean,
0: you're a comedian. You know, yeah. you go through the same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, you, know, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah,
0: it's a lot of um, bad, you know, it's like. just
1: everybody's going for the same thing. Yeah. And you you can you can be teammates for just so long, and eventually, you're you have to you just have to be okay with the fact that sometimes it's not your day but as long as you gave it your best there's no shame in losing when you give your best now if you just mailed it in then yeah maybe you need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what it is you really that really drives you because if it's not this then you need to find that passion otherwise you're just going to be struggling
0: yeah yeah and you got to make sure you love what you're doing you know that's i i really love love what i'm doing like yeah. big time
1: you're doing it you're, you're you're doing fresh ones uh, paintings but as you know as i came to grab you for the interview so yeah
0: yeah that's that's something i do I, I don't even if i don't like i tell people when i come to these events i don't plan to make money i come here to just have a good time meet other artists and paint you know i just hang out with my friend anthony moreno i think he's hiding where's he at
1: you know what i mean He's hiding. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. Another. Oh, you know, he's not there. But that—that's pretty much what I do. Just come to hang out, and I love it. It's not a. Even the tattoos. I love what I'm doing. It's. I love the money, but. I love tattooing. I love yeah.
1: just. You love the portfolio. Please. I love everything
0: about it, yeah. man. My my world is. I don't think anybody in the room knows what I go through. I, all I do is chill. I go into my shop, chill, wait. People come. Hey, I want a tattoo. They pay me. Mm-hmm. And I leave. You I'm, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't have to clock in. I don't have to deal with no boss. I don't have to be a uh, bitch dad. I don't... Sorry. I, you know, That's I don't fair. have to... I don't... I, man, my life is so easy, man. It's so yeah. mellow. You know what I mean? You How know? many
1: people come in and cry when they give a tattoo? How many people come in like they're badasses that this is going to be... <laughs> and then that needle hits and they're oh. It's usually
0: the men. Yeah. It's usually the men. And the cool. The, the women are the ones that take the tattoos very well. The men are the ones that are... And it's usually like a six foot four bodybuilder yeah. that's like, oh, it hurts. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then you have like a five foot one woman and she's getting like a whole chest piece and yeah. just sitting there like like a G. Like or the side of the foot like yeah, down here. Yeah, yeah. That, that, ribs. Uh.
1: Ribs and side of the foot are underrated pain points. Like I, when I got my octopus tattoo, I have I was going to get it over the shoulder, like attaching like it was like attached to my shoulder, yeah, and my friend like put like on my shoulder blade like he put the needle, I was like, okay, you're right, maybe I should just go with the arm piece that's yeah, yeah, that's a little
0: deep, oh, so you 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 recanted like <laughs> you're, yeah. right.
1: you're like, yeah, yeah, and then like, nah, bro, I, yeah, I, I'll wait, yeah, I'll wait, so, so I have a little dot on my shoulder blade from where he like yeah, maybe maybe you maybe you rethink your how tough you are
0: actually, that's not that bad right there the real the place that hurt me the most was like. Right here by my palm and the back of my knee. Everywhere else, all the tattoos hurt, but like, uh, not bad. I guess it's just, just specific those areas right here, mm-hmm. the back of my knee and the side of my foot, and that's about it. I got them on my head, and they weren't that bad. You know, just yeah, my even my kneecap's tattooed. It wasn't that
1: that bad. See, I would think like neck, any soft tissue would be.
0: Nah, the neck wasn't bad. Okay. It was. I mean, I took it all. I got my chest, my back. You know, it wasn't too bad.
1: It doesn't hit as hard as life. So yeah,
0: yeah, life is harder, man. Life <laughs> is harder.
1: So you have an interesting fear. You're afraid of heights.
0: Yeah, I'm afraid of heights. But I think everybody's. A lot of people.
1: Yeah, that's a. It's my dad's afraid of heights. Like mm-hmm. he, like he goes to tourist stops and stuff, and like they go upstairs and stuff, and he'll be, he'll be near the wall. Like he won't go to a balcony or anything. Like he'll be against the wall. I feel like a little
0: tingly feeling in the bottom of my feet when i get close to an edge it's weird it's like uh, oh like i don't know you get irrational like i
1: I didn't used to be afraid of heights like when i was a kid i'd hang off of rails and stuff like that but now as an older adult like you look over and then you look down and all of a sudden somehow in your mind
0: it's like you find a
1: way to to make yourself feel like oh I, i could just fall right over this edge and just drop all the way that far down and it gets you like a vertigo feeling
0: yeah yeah but i'm afraid of heights but i still push myself yeah You know,
1: so what's like so how what's the biggest heights that you've like you've kind of accomplished? Like, has it been like third floor balcony? I
0: I think the most I mean, I've done everything as a truck driver. I used to drive tankers. Okay. and you have to get on top of the tankers to close the the lid. Okay. well, I'm a big dude. They have a harness for that. Well, the harness did not go around me. (laughs) And this is like three in the morning. There's no manager. There's no boss. So I have to (laughs) do it.
1: Anyway, There's no emergency. <laughs> yeah, so
0: I'm like crawling. I had to crawl. There's like this little, it's like a little um, platform, and the trailer's right there. So you have to put the platform down and walk across that. Well, I had a, I crawled across. <laughs> you know what I mean? I crawled across, and then it was slippery. It's, it's steel, yeah, it's and then it was, uh, I think I had gr- whole grain that I was transporting. So it was slippery, and it was scary, and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I,
1: I still did it, you know. You're you're a courageous. I, to me, that's always I've seen tanker trucks, and I always wonder like how confident people are with that little ladder. Yeah. In the back, like yeah. that's all you get. That's all you can put on there. You can't put anything. You know, you you can't just have a, le- a step ladder. Yeah. that Slides up to nope. like an airplane. No. You
0: have to just walk up there and just do it. And there's people that walk up there like it's nothing. They're just. And not me. I was uh. Oh. So
1: you're a bulk can You're a bulk carrier, not a gas tanker. I was yeah. like, gas tanker is ter- another terrifying uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Gas tanker is... Because it's, it's like they're only out at 2 in the morning. I'm like, you're out with drunk drivers. Like, yeah, what that's, are you doing?
0: That's a walking, uh, driving bomb, actually. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you hit something, you're yeah. messing
1: up. Yeah, and I'm like, you're out just with people that have no con- concept of driving right now. Like, they're just trying to get home, inebriated, just weaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So since you that was your story so that's kind of where it started or did you have a younger fear of when heights like I don't
0: even know where it started I honestly don't know where it derives from Man, I just I'm just afraid of heights you know what I mean I don't know where it came from or nothing happened or or did I fall I just remember when I was maybe a kid I used to have dreams of uh, falling
1: yeah I hate those dreams too. I, you're like yeah, floating but, yeah. or you're, you're standing on something yeah. and like it's opening up and you can't yeah
0: I always had a dream that I was falling but I would never hit the ground yeah you know, but I I would feel that that feeling like yeah, you know what I mean, like when you are going down a roller coaster, yeah. but I would never hit the ground. But like I said, I don't know where that derives from. I didn't fall when I was young. I didn't have a bad accident. I just
1: wow, I just because for me it's, it always seems like a childhood. Like one of my friends, her daughter's afraid of heights, and I, I equate it to. She said she was there was her her and her husband snuck into a house to look at it to live. And the realtor then decided to unlock the door. So they're trying to get out of the house. Yeah. And she's trying to pass her baby through the window that the dad who jumped out first. Yeah. And the baby is like, you know, as a kid, you sense that anxiety. <coughs> and, you know, as a kid, you're being held in suspension. And even though your parents are like five foot, 10, six foot for a baby, that's. Yeah, that's a skyscraper. I just was like, well, maybe that's just the kind of a childhood thing that happened. Like, or
0: maybe something happened to me yeah. and I don't remember. You know what I mean? I don't I don't I really don't not know where that came from. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just know I'm afraid of heights. It gets it get kinda It gets dizzy. Yeah, I get weird. Like, oh man, especially when I watch these videos, like parkour videos. Yeah. And they're high. I'm like my feel every time they jump, I feel like uh on the bottom of my feet I feel this weird
1: tingly like. Yeah. Uh, I watched the movie uh with Jason Gordon Levitt where he was playing the guy that walked did a tightrope across the Empire State Building. Oh, yeah, i seen that. And I'm like, no way. Like, it, it just gave me anxiety just thinking about, like, them just almost falling, sto- st- like, hundreds of stories down.
0: I, I get like that when I play video games as well. Yeah. There's like, uh, I, I had this video game, a uh, zombie video game, mm-hmm. and you had to climb up all the way up this tower, just like a regular radio, ra- radio tower. And then you start looking down, and I felt the same feeling, like my, my feet were tingling. It was just, I don't know, heights, I don't know. Maybe it's just, and maybe because I'm a bigger dude too, man. You know, if I yeah. fall, I'm going to hurt <laughs> myself bad, you know what I mean? You know? like, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, but... Um, well, it's, it, but it's also, it's a, it's a feeling of helplessness. Like, I feel like it, deep down, like heights is a helplessness because if you do fall, there's nothing, like you can't grab, there's nothing you can... And it's irrational. Like i said, I've looked at a balcony and I've got a rail here, but I still look down. I'm like, I could totally just, if I climbed over the rail and just fell over.
0: Yeah, I'm afraid. But like, like let's say I was in an airplane doing a skydiving, mm-hmm. I pushed myself. You would. Do a skydiving? I'm, I'm more like, I'm scared, but I'm I'm also tough. I have got, I'm, I was raised tough, so I'm. Yeah. Stop me. Yeah. Passwords. Yeah, you can stop being a pussy. That's what I hear saying. Stop being a okay. pussy, Javier. And I, I might be afraid, but I jump anyway, yeah. and then do just yeah just, deal with it afterwards. That's, you know? an ama-
1: that's a, and that's that's how people should be. Like I feel yeah. like you try to push yourself you past know. your limits because I used to be a stage fright, and you know mm-hmm. I eventually had to, if I wanted to be a stand-up comic, I had to push beyond okay. that anxiety yeah. and be comfortable on in front of people. To yeah. do what I do, and I couldn't. I couldn't just like you know be do
0: afraid. it. Yeah, you have to kind of just pick yourself. Yeah, mm, let's go, man. That's and that's pretty much what I do. Like I'm, I might be afraid. I'm also a uh, don't like talking in front of a lot of people. But yes, you're
1: doing it. I'm doing a great job. I
0: push myself. Yeah, I do it anyway. I'm like shut up, just do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then after you do it, it it goes away. Yeah, that's why you know just whatever, just do it, bro. You know what I
1: mean. You did. You're doing a great job. You've you pretty much you've carried this interview the whole way through. So, back to your paintings. You say you, you like to. We were talking about your painting style, and you don't like to do portrait or anything that has rules. Exactly. I, why? I just don't like rules, man. I
0: don't know. I I've tried it, and um, uh, I get mad. I mean, I don't get mad. I just don't like it. Like, yeah. uh, it makes me feel like a job. So when I like to paint, like. Actually, look in tattoos. I will do whatever you tell me, yeah. except for the portraits and realism. Yeah. But if you tell me, hey, I want this, I'll do it. Once it comes to painting, yeah, I can't do commissions, because I I don't I just don't I don't want to paint it's, what you want. It's just I think painting is my something I do for. It's just it's, it's my stress relief. It's, yeah. it's something. Um, Your creative outlet. Yeah. And tattoos is my job. Okay. So uh, as far as the painting stuff, if you start telling me, hey, I want this and I want that, I I'm not gonna do it. I'm not, I'm not. I'll send you off to another artist. Like, go yeah. over there. They do. They do commissions. They, yeah. they, they have a time limit, and I don't. I just kind of paint what I want and express myself how I want. When it comes to painting, when it comes to tattoos, uh, I just the only thing I don't do is like portraits, uh, realism. But anything you want, I'll, I pretty much do.
1: Awesome. Well, where can people find you on social media? Or if they're not, if they're not here today, go check out ta- him as you go get your tacos from Rochas.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm on. Uh, Instagram, puro underscore Vato Loco. Okay. I'm also, uh, we have a website, uh, Vato Tattoo And uh, I have a uh, website, uh, excuse me, an Instagram. It's a uh, mister underscore big dog. Y'all can check me out on there. Okay. Um, y'all can call the shop. It's 817 617 2347. And
1: we're in Arlington. Okay. Awesome. We'll definitely check you out in Arlington, Texas. Like in the north or you're in south? Arkansas?
0: We're in the center, center, central Arlington. We're at Alpha of Arkansas. Well, let me just give you the address. That's uh 1416 West Arkansas, Arlington, Texas, 76013. We're like, we're close. We're cent- central Arlington, pretty much. We're kind of close to the Chuck E Cheese on Fielder. Okay. And uh, that's it.
1: I used to there used to be a comedy club on Arlington so yeah,
0: yeah right there off Arkansas on yeah. 36 I've gone there yeah. what, was it, what was it called it was called Hyenas Hyenas yeah it's, it's not there yeah. no more
1: not in there anymore they, they,
0: they have it on the highlands now right
1: Uh, they have the improv is at the highlands right yeah I've then, been
0: there I've been to both of them yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah awesome we'll definitely check you out thanks for doing it Javier
0: alright man thanks for having me man round of applause for Javier ladies Yay, and gentlemen
1: yeah I survived <laughs> So that was Javier. That was an awesome interview. It's very interesting that he really doesn't have a an origin point for his fear of heights that it just somehow it just became to be. And working on tank trucks and all kinds of things where you're high up on tiny ladders has got to be terrifying. But I love his attitude of just shut up and do it. You, know, you can check out Javier at Vatos Locos Tattoos. Check out his website, vatolocostattoos.com. The info will be in the show notes as well as his Instagram and where you can find their business on Facebook. Um, it's an amazing conversation. I I'd, I applaud him for talking to me and having such a great time. Uh, apologies for the noise with a little bit of the microphone adjusting. Who was the first one of the day, so I didn't have the mic stands out. And about where we needed them. Um, as for me, I like I said at the beginning, I am in Wichita, Texas in a condo. Um, here we're featuring for James Johan. It's been a pretty good week. We've been kind of here hanging out a little bit. Not as much as in past with the other headliners like at the other um, Looney bins. But it's been a really fun time. Um, I've had a great time just kind of traipsing around the city. You can check that out on my Instagram at Ryan Perio. I'll have photographs of the weekend that was here in Wichita, Kansas. It was a really cool city. Um, I'm still working off the breakfast I had at Duda Cafe, which is a... Or Duda Diner, rather, which is an amazing diner here in the Wichita, Kansas area. If you're in Wichita for any reason, I recommend the Duda Diner. It was fantastic for breakfast. Crowded as all get-out, so... It had a great morning start to my day. And then I traipsed around Old Town, Wichita. Thank you guys for listening. I'm now up to 51 episodes. If you like what you hear, leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave a review. It helps the visibility of this podcast. I appreciate all the reads I've gotten so far. I'm always looking for more. Also, if you have any suggestions for the show, email me at somefearfans at gmail.com. Uh, next week, I will be taking some time off to go to Midland, Texas, to do a gig out there. And then, on the weekend, I'll just be hanging out in Dallas, and then I will be headlining the comedy arena on September, I believe, 2nd and 3rd, or 3rd and 4th, I'm not sure I'm not Looking at the calendar at the moment, even though I probably should. We're into August. We're almost at the one-year anniversary of the podcast. It is the 3rd and 4th for the headlining. 9 o'clock on Friday night, the 3rd, and then 8 p.m. on Saturday, the 4th. Check that out. I will have episodes, episode guests as my feature and opener. So it should be a fun time at the comedy arena. Um, some great comedy. Um, I enjoyed my time here in Wichita. I will be on the road tomorrow. So hopefully this podcast will go up. Apologies for the David Eller episode. For some reason, it did not upload the actual audio. And so I had to redo that last Friday. And so check that out as well as episode 50 with Mela Borowski. And then episode 51 will be there come Monday morning. I thank you guys for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast, and have a great week. And now some thank yous for the folks that make this show possible. Thanks to Barry Whitewater for my art and graphics. You can follow him on Instagram at bwhiteh20. Get it? H2O like water. You can also follow him on Facebook Music. A huge thank you to Gunnar Olson for the wonderful music provided for this podcast. You can follow him on Instagram at gunbuns, that's G-U-N-B-U-N-S, as well as his website, gunnerolson.net. Check out some of the samples that he has recorded. They're amazing. He's an amazing percussionist. If you want to follow the show, we've got a Facebook group, Some of All Fears. Instagram, Twitter, you can find us at Some Fear Fans. If you have some feedback for the show, email me at somefearfans.com. S-O-M-E-F-E-A-R-F-A-N-S at gmail.com. I'll be happy to, to take those into consideration. Also, if you'd like to be a guest, email me at somefearfans at gmail.com. We can try to iron out some details and get that settled in. F- you know, give us some feedback if on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a review. It makes the show bigger and... It's not going anywhere. I'm going to record as many shows as I possibly can. If you want to follow me on social media, I am at Ryan Perio. It's R-Y-A-N-P-E-R-R-I-O on all social media platforms. You can follow me there. And you can check me out at RyanPerio.com, my website. I'll try to list upcoming shows there as well. It's been kind of spotty because as soon as I set it up, that's when the pandemic happened. And everything's kind of just in a in a holding pattern. Thanks again for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast. Next week we'll have another guest with another fear. Thanks for listening.